everyone. Welcome to the Zoom Podcast. We are here to, uh, you know, soothe your eardrums with our very, with our pleasing baritone. Zoom, it's a kick in the cochlea. <laughs> it's part of your ear. Yeah. It sounds great that you can start with cock. That's, that's a way better tagline than we have right now. Oh, What's yeah. tagline? The worst podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, according to our one review, very well might be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So moving into terrible first names. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. So, tell me how bad my first name is. One star. One star. Half a star. Half a star. Yeah. Hey, you're you're averaging point seven five stars. That's not bad. It's not. No, it's bad. It's, it's pretty bad. It's actually bad, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, there's probably people out there with, like, less than half a star. I don't think that's right. I mean... We'll have to pull the audience. Yeah, okay, audience. Call in now with your phones. Call in, call in. <laughs> yeah. To vote. Yeah. Call in to the Colin show and speak to Colin with his stupid name. Stupid fucking name. Well, first of all, it sounds... It is exactly the word calling... That people say. Nobody says, I'm calling this person. They say, I'm calling someone. Yeah. So, so like, every person is trying to impersonate you. Right. I'm calling. No, you're not. There, there's even yeah. a, um, a Steve Miller Band song where I think it's just, they say over and over again, I'm calling. But they say, I'm calling. Hear me calling. Hear me call. I'm like, they're speaking to me. Yeah. So. And they um, were. And then also, it's a child's name. It's one of those, and, and your name is guilty of this too. Caleb is a child's name. Yeah, you know I. Ethan's not great, but it's better than our names. You know, it's a really good name is David because when they're a kid, they can be Davy. When they're like in college, they can be Dave, and when they're an adult, they can be David. I thought the same like, thing. That's a very good about John. They can be Johnny, or John, or Jonathan, or you oh, could yeah. even be Jack, right? With John. Or JJ. There's apparently, yeah. I don't get that. J boss. Jack is for, for John. Yeah. So John is is a very Swiss Army knife type of. Yeah. Name. Yeah, it's like Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <Did> you <laughs> you like... can be a dick if you want. <laughs> you can be a dick if you want. So to. I, used to leave <laughs> I used to work at this place where you know we we had uh, a lot of. Uh, random people come in and volunteer for things and I'd have to do roll call whenever you get a new group of people mm. and I'd always like when I do the roll call and like get everyone's names I'd ask them if the name we have is what they prefer to be called by and if it was like um you know if it was something like Harry Harry there's no I guess it can be short for Harrison but there's nothing short for Harry or anything like that but you know I'd go around if it came to like a, a robber I'd say Hey, so Robert, do you go by Robert, Bob, Bobby? And every time I ask someone, like it was something like Richard and Dick or Robert or Bobby, where something is short for that name, but it's like different, it changes when it's shortened. Mm -hmm. Like half of you would be like, what? What are you talking about? That's not short for that. I'm like, you dumb people. You don't know this. You lived your whole life with this as your actual name. They probably were offended every time. <laughs> Robert, or should I say Bob? Like, no, you shouldn't say Bob. Of course not. That's not my name. Quit calling me names. 
But yeah, yeah, Robert's another good one because yeah, it can be short to Rob, yeah. which is a good manly name, or Bob, which is <laughs> kind of a funny name. That's a good corporate yeah. name. Yeah, and, and William and Bill and um, Billy and Will and Willie. Man, you get you get some good, there. or Liam. You get so much mileage out of William. It's true. That's but why. Liam if you don't know what to name your child. Just name them William. Stand the test of time, and and so many people now are screwing up their children's lives because they need a first name for that child that is different. It's, it's true. It's new and fancy. It's like they're buying clothes or something, that a t-shirt that nobody else has. That's not exactly how this works. That kid has to live with that name their whole life. Yeah. I mean... Well, they can change They don't it. have to. Yeah. Like, at, at, at worst, you're terribly inconveniencing them. Because they'll have to change their It'll name. They'll be bullied at least. There was an article on BBC a while ago about people who have the family name of Null, N U L L, and how horrible oh. it is because it like crashes all the computers. <laughs> <laughs> because they just, they have to like, they're just invisible to the modern world because. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of a very fantastic XKCD comic where uh, some nefarious mother decides to name her son like close quote semicolon drop all tables (laughs) 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 which you know will really screw over anybody who tries to put in that name and doesn't see it for an obvious very obvious uh, ploy but still you know old Johnny Tables (laughs) little Johnny Tables (laughs) I I feel like unique names work more with women's names they do they do because women don't like it's I mean I've seen like jokes or or comics about this before like uh, if a guy sees another guy with the same t-shirt which is happening now with two of us they're like hey you got the same shirt that'd be that's so cool but if women see the same t-shirt it's a disaster. It's a disaster. No, exactly. I have to go home. I have to take off my clothes right now and run home. <laughs> that is exactly what happens. Yeah. I mean, in time. my dreams. <laughs> Most of my dreams are clothing themed. <laughs> yeah. You know, clothing snafus. <laughs> They're the best. Wardrobe malfunctions. Wardrobe malfunctions. Yeah, you know. That, well, I think I feel like wardrobe malfunctions are a subset of all clothing snafus. That's right. Yeah. 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 What? Like, if you're naming a kid and it's a boy, when in doubt, just go with one of those normal names. We we're just uh, William. Oh yeah, yeah. Or Jonathan, John, James. Arthur. Not Arthur. Oh, God, that guy was a king. Once yeah. and future king. Well, we'll wait till the future. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here yet. Dude, like, like Liam. Very few people go by Liam. Like, so even though some yeah. people go by Will or Bill, Liam, you can still, like, I'm going to name you Liam, I'm going to give you the option of being, like, really hip and cool. I don't know, it sounds pretentious to me, Liam. It does. Who do you think you are? I mean, it, it, is it true that, like, maybe Liam is more of, like, a um, like an English way of shortening William? I think so. Yeah, I mean, that sounds, that sounds good. good. The only Liam that I know is Liam Neeson, and he's... Oh, yeah, yeah, like, pound beard from every Sunday. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I met another Liam. Yeah, we we all know that same Liam. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was definitely not British. He worked out at McDonald's. Like, yeah, that's the coolest. That's the opposite of British. <laughs> but they have English muffins. That's uh, okay. So, so he's, he's only he's only British, British until eleven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he's British all day. <laughs> I I had to tell my I I texted my sister like she's gonna have a baby pretty soon. Like to eat or Oof, yeah. come out of her? Come out of her. Okay, she is with child. Oh my! And um, and I texted her. I I'd started talking about all these things that she can't name. Her, her kid, like, and I told her specifically those type of things we we're talking about, like nothing childlike, like Colin or <laughs> Caleb, and and I'm forbidding this at this point. Nothing stupid and unique that's going to make him um, tease the, his whole life or anything. So I was like an adult. <laughs> also, and I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that thinks it's like these preppy sounding names, if that's a thing. Like, give an example. Like, the examples that I think of are, like, Preston, um. or Blake, or Stuart. Mm. Those are preppy sounding I don't know, names. though. Like, Stuart is preppy, but Stu is just, like, the like, <laughs> Stuart's not good. Like, That's Stu true. is a guy who ate worms, like, <laughs> up until fifth grade. Or you go to, like, Stewie. I mean, that's kind of like, you that's know. That's worse. That's an evil British baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. I had to... Stuart, I just hate the name Stuart. There's nothing good about that. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know a Preston. Or like Reginald. Like, oh, yeah. Stay away British names, too. <laughs> Reginald and Nigel. And that's it. Those are the only two names that British people have ever named men in that country. I think so. Reginald yeah. and Nigel. And Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Bumberfun. <laughs> what? Good to meet you. Gear up right away. <laughs> bumper fun, yeah. Like don't name your kids bumper fun. <laughs> text my sister right now and say that bumper fun is okay. I have the green light on bumper fun. All right, that is Lazuma approved. <laughs> I mean, maybe that should be like on the website. We'll have like a list of Lazuma approved names for Colin's sister's baby. Oh, who are you talking about? <laughs> earlier today, we were talking about how fun this is to say barium enema. Barium enema. That is a fun one. It needs to go on the list. Barium All right. Enema. We'll make a list. Schindler's list. Schindler's? Oscar. She should name her kid Oscar Schindler. <laughs> Oscar? Oscar's not a good one either. Uh, yeah, it seems like a I can't name. imagine anyone yeah. under, like, I can't imagine anyone under 70 being named Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, we've had this conversation, too, before, about very old-sounding names. Yeah. Like you know, some are coming around a lot, like... Agatha. Like, Agatha. Oh, okay. that's, that's about as old as you get. Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty old. What's yeah. Uh, gosh, what was the one I was thinking? Like, Gladys? That one's coming around again. Like, I feel like they're... So, that's kind of coming in vogue again. But, uh... Gladys. Yeah. I think I've seen some baby Gladys's. Yeah. It's probably from Portal. You know, that that video game? Yeah. There's like a thing a, named Gladys in that? Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was GLADOS. It's like G-L-A-D-O-S. Wow. It's an acronym for something because it was like a, an AI computer. Was that the one that turned evil at the end and tried to kill you? This one was evil the whole time. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. I played that first Portal. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. It was, it was pretty fun. Yes. It yeah, it's pretty good. Valve game. Very well polished. Not very long. No, it was very short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Short and polished and <coughs> shiny. Yes, indeed. Okay, um, so we're getting off the, the name topic. What else did we have? Um, oh, uh, old people names. Oh, yeah. Albert. That's pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. Gil- Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert. Yeah, that's an old one. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that, unless you, unless like you're Mexican. Yeah, that's a common Spanish name. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Is it common in Greece? Because it's a Greek name. Or a Hellenized name. Yeah, this is like sort of like. It's Joshua. Like, yeah, it's like Joshua, yeah. but it's like. This, it's, it this got, particular got, name, this particular instance got passed through the ages differently. Yeah, it got transliterated a few times. <coughs> yeah. yeah. The old transliterino. Um, Joshi. Moses. Moses, That's Moses is making a comeback, though. I know at least one young Moses. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That kid is going to I also, I also know a young Isaiah. Um, yeah, I've, I've yeah. known some Isaiahs before. Yeah. There's a few, yeah, so, those like Isaiah old school Thomas. biblical names. Yeah, the not all biblical names are gold. There's like Gomer, <laughs> like Gomer Pyle. There's, yeah, there's Mary, I think he might have killed that Mary, one. And there's Mary. Mary. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth, Sarah. Dude, Elizabeth. Like those are old. I thought school. that old, the only female name in the Bible was Mary. <laughs> Elizabeth. That's a flexible name because you can be Liz or Beth or Lizzie. Yeah, yeah. Elizio. I guess that's like only two things. Liz, Liz, Ding Dong. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, thin Lizzie. Thing on the yeah. Or thick Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, a little bit on the heavier side of Elizabeth's. Queen Elizabeth might be thick Lizzie. Freya Lizzie. Yeah. Although I think that might be a. Uh, a uh, fireable offense. Wait, can you get fired from being British? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, yeah. that's stupid. I think that's I how the Americas started. Yeah. Actually, oh, is that right? I think that is right. I think you can. It's like King George was just like America. You're fired. <laughs> it's like the original Donald Trump. Yeah, we used to history with all this revolution crap. Just, the British have enough hard shit. <laughs> You can't spell color with a U anymore. They had like that's colonial apprentice. That whole revolution thing was is bullshit. That never happened. George Washington got fired. Yeah, I can imagine. It was like colonial apprentice. It was like the Americas, India, Hong Kong, probably some other places. You could name a lot. You know, you could go on. Uh, the Isle of Man. I don't know if that one counts. That's still part of the UK. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's crazy how Canada. many like how many countries modern countries are still technically British Commonwealths. Yeah, so I was bored. I was looking up on Wikipedia yeah, like nice. the list of like all like living monarchs that are still around. Because there there's some there's some countries that you're like, oh, do they have a monarch or not? Mm-hmm. Like okay, so France they're pretty done with monarchy yeah. there. They, they kind of went out with a bang. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, like, of course, the issue with, like, Germany is that Germany isn't 
like the, that's recently become, well, not like really recently, but in the grand scheme of history, you know, recent, not that long ago been. Yeah, Germany was not a thing. There were all a bunch of these little kingdoms. Oh, yeah, same thing with Italy. There's, you know, like Naples and then there's Bologna. Wait, doesn't Italy use a king? (laughs) That's an archer reference. Yeah. I mean, the Pope's kind of like the king of Italy. Though he's the Vatican, so it's not even the same country. It's not, but I mean. He gets to wear a pretty fancy hat. It's kind of like a crown. Oh, he has yeah. a staff. Cleveland has a king. Oh, that's true. King James. King James. Is he the first? Yeah. King, first king James, name. first of his name. Yeah. First of I many. I think his dead. Long may he reign. Or LeBron, I mean. <coughs> so I think this is the time in the podcast where I have to go get beers for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I, I need more somebody other than me. Yeah. I need more inspiration for this. I'm just not drunk enough. Yeah, this is what our 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 uh, listener has been clamoring for. It's like you guys, you're pretty drunk during the podcast, but I want to see how low we can go. So let's uh, crank it up a notch. And we need to we? prove it by opening them in front of the mic so people can hear the sound. Mm. Otherwise, people might not think we're cool. That's that's well, a good I point. That to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'll do anything to make people think I'm cool. Like, We're all wearing leather jackets. Like, yeah, and like, uh, got my hair slicked back in a duck's ass. Like, not like the '50s haircut, like hair Kyle. Not like the '50s hairstyle, the duck's ass. Like, I've literally got my head shoved up a duck's cloaca, yeah. and, and then into the rectum through the cloaca. It's, it's it, nice, and like the the duck, it's like a mallard, right? So it's like got like the ring and stuff, and like the fancy yeah, like feathers, mallard, yeah, and it like helps you like fly around. You know, in the nighttime, yeah, hunting your. Well, brain. it can't really like fly. It can't really take off. But if I like, jump from a high building, it will flap its wings and like slow my rate of descent. Oh, it's like Zelda when you pick up a chicken and jump. Over yes, it. that is exactly what it is. Yeah. Except it's my head literally shoved. If you right if you hit that mallard too many times, a flock of mallards will show up and kill you. Oh. Just fair warning. The the chicken. Is the the most mightier than the egg? It's the most unstoppable the enemy. Goes, right? Right? The chicken is mightier than the egg. Yeah. Thank you. All right. What the hell are you drinking, Colin? Is that also hot? Yeah, I just hot life in a can. Yes. Colin, take it in the can as always, or taking it from <coughs> the can, which I don't know if that's better or worse. Ah. Ow. God, this that's jagged. Yeah, you're not supposed to open it with your forearm. No, that's weird. Yeah, but you know, it's really cool because you well. have this like, if it doesn't come off easy, you have this really cool like sun-shaped scar on your arm the next day. Just gotta have hands that aren't such lady hands, and then you can open it. Yeah, Some delicate lady. Or just like normal hands, or you can open it with your teeth, mm. or your eye socket. That'd be pretty cool, dude. That'd be really. Uh, cool. You get like an eye removed and get a, a bottle opener put in its place. Oh yeah, just shove it up your ass. <laughs> you don't have like to open it. Just bottle cap off. You just shove it up your ass. That's <laughs> kind of a win-win situation. Done. Really. Done. <laughs> I was told not to stay up all night drinking. That's uh, how do you define all night? What, what should I? You can stay all up all night doing like cocaine. Yeah, that that could stay awake definitely. Or like planning a murder. That could be good. I mean, I'd be down for that. Like, I've got. Like two people on my list now of mm-hmm. people who I want to murder. Who Unfortunately, I can't plan. Are they both us? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. I mean, 
But that can get complicated. They're not both you, Welcome but... to Caleb's only podcast. <laughs> only Caleb. <laughs> his marionette theater of Ethan. <laughs> I mean, we're not far from that now. I feel like I'm sort of the puppet master here. Yeah. You know, like when we're... Like, whenever I whip out my dictionary, nice. yeah, I get to... And the listeners can't see this, but he actually has, like, <coughs> guns pointed at both of our heads right now. He's making us say stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't... I'm not, I'm not I'm not holding the cue cards. I have uh, Jose do that. Mm-hmm. Not racist. That's, like, his actual name. Yeah, he's Japanese. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird one. No, actually, I knew, uh, I knew a guy from Kuwait... <coughs> went by Jose. Went by Jose. Wow. Because his name was Hussein. Mm. And when he like first started telling people that, they didn't understand it, and they thought it's like, oh, Jose. And he's like, yeah, close enough. Yeah. And at some point, he's like, well, maybe I don't want people to think I'm a terrorist, so I'm gonna make them think that I'm like a lazy freeloader instead. So, <laughs> so there you go. We do have trouble with those. Like, okay, we'll go back to Paolo again here. Yeah, yeah. What is this? Hi, Paolo. How you doing? How do you pronounce his first name? Glad you're listening. Paolo? Um, <clears throat> uh, he's told me that he's okay with Paolo, but um, apparently the more correct way to say it is Paolo. Yeah, I thought he said Paolo the other day. That's not going to happen. That's stupid. No, that's not going to happen. I'm not calling him that. Yeah, if, if anything, I'm going to start calling him Polly. I think that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Polly Shore? Or yeah. Bird Polly. <laughs> I like that Polly. Latin for many. Is that what? Polly is Latin for many? Yeah. Not not many, many. Oh, oh. Or is sorry. it Greek? I don't know. <coughs> oh you meant many. Actually I don't know. Like you drive a Polly Cooper. I do. That's the first thing I heard too. I'm like, that's not right. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well Cooper is someone who makes a barrel, so I'm like, shouldn't a mini Cooper be like someone who makes very small barrels? Her mm. person, oh, like a midget who makes barrels. Oh yeah, <laughs> they also make very small barrels. Or they make regular sized barrels. Well, that's a good question. Like I don't, I don't know my Latin well enough. Probably there's a conjugation to make that clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poly is Greek. <coughs> Damn it, it's multi is Latin. Mm, yeah, multi, mm-hmm. multi, like. Correct. Yeah. The only thing you. What was the name you came up with earlier? We're gonna have to listen to that again. It was like Flarbnarb or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That might be worse. Spoiler alert: Caleb's from the future. (laughs) These are the names that you have to look forward to. What else do you have on the docket for today? Well, I mean, I think it's worthwhile, like, discussing how you guys' butts are. I mean, this is, like, the listeners want to know. Or, sorry, the listener wants to know at this point. They want a daily update, or a weekly update on the status of your butts. Pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good? Colin, how's it going? It's holding up just fine. It's Surprisingly well. Wow. Nice. Given everything, it's all up surprisingly well. Yeah, yeah, given everything that's happened. (laughs) Things are, you know, healing up. The bleeding has stopped mostly. Um. You know, I feel like, like the the inner surfaces of 
my glutes are so hairy. Yeah. That I've been doing a lot of running lately, and I feel like just like my ass gets braided together. That's what I was thinking mm, when I was. That's going. unfortunate. Like yeah. it's like it's tugging, and I'm pretty sure that it is just like rolling up and braiding. Yeah. And it's and it makes that tugging, and I'm like, I'm on a treadmill. Yeah. In full public view, and I'm. <laughs> and like down your pants like it's getting to be ripping an emergency. it out yeah no I know what you're mean yeah, yeah. Man, like, I'm not a very hairy individual <coughs> it still happens okay I, I, I wouldn't want to go so far as to like you know, shaving cream and razor blade mm. I'm just gonna do like one of those trimmers to get it sound like a half inch long yeah hair that can be kind of pokey yeah it's not as bad as you think Oh, you've done this, have you? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> I, it's it's so convenient because you know. <laughs> okay. Are we gonna go? Are we gonna go here? It's happened already. Okay. All right. You've shaved. So so I mean, here's the thing, right? If you have a very hairy ass, uh, it kind of gets to the point like you, you you take kind of a. I mean, it varies, of course, but sometimes like you take a dump and it feels like. You're trying to clean like peanut butter out of carpet. <laughs> You're gonna do an imperfect job. It's really, really difficult. <coughs> you shouldn't invest in a bidet. Or like a power washer. <laughs> like a high pressure bidet. That could be that could be nice. I don't know. But in any in any case, uh, you know, a good solution to that is to like make very short carpet. Oh, yeah. Um, so you've done this. Yeah. You've shaved your ass crack. I mean, it's not easy. <laughs> and it's not a very pleasant experience. Like, you come out, like, questioning, like, why oh, have I done God. this? But you reap the benefits for weeks afterwards. It's it's a, it's a really life-changing experience. It, I, I would consider it, but I would need to, like, probably use a different electric turner than I use on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. Well... You have more pride than I do, my friend. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, why your face smells like shit. Hey, time. man, I... I keep a very clean ass crack. I, you know, I wash it out occasionally. <laughs> you know? Give it, like, give, give it the old one, too. Beat it like they used to do with rugs, <laughs> you know? Stands out you know, nude in the rain with his ass. <laughs> yeah, I'll do, like, headstands in the rain. Yeah. Leg spread. Okay. Clean it up, God. Have at you. It's like the Lieutenant Dan thing is what I went to immediately. When he's on the boat and there's a storm, like... Yeah. God, God, is that all you got? You can't sink this ship. And you're out there like, you can't take this ship. Yep, and then I get a bolt of lightning straight to my sphincter. <laughs> which actually did a marvelous job at cleaning up, you know, all of the remaining yeah, like bits that, of hair. That lasers it, and then you're good for another few months. Yeah. yeah. It's like laser hair removes, go hair singed on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean that's that's my real secret. Get God to zap you in the ass. <laughs> Since we're on the ass topic, and I've heard this yeah. this debate Please. um a couple times on the radio, but I've never uh, part- partaken, that's it, mm-hmm. in this. Partooken. See, um, apparently there are two types of people that, that wipe. Oh, yes. There are standers and there are sitters. 
And apparently people are unaware of the existence of the other group. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what kind of groups do we have here? I'm totally sick. Sitting like, You stand up and I feel like <coughs> your, your glutes come together and if you needed to wipe in the first place now, it's just all spread in a fine film. Okay, okay. Well, so let me give you some perspective, my friend. So I think I am what you would call a stander. But the thing, you're not standing like straight up. You're just like squatting over the toilet, but not sitting on it, right? It just like gives you like a little bit better access because like you're hovering over the toilet. Oh, wow, this is good. You got the the medium there. I'm a full stand up guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's probably wow. why I wiped like eleven times. <laughs> just so I I don't eleven is an exaggeration, but it's a lot. Eleven Z's. Wow. Eleven Z's. Yep, I'm a full stand up guy. So you just like stand up completely straight. Like, you're just like standing up, and then you're like, "Yeah, one of these." That's insane. Yeah, run a marathon. That is absolutely insane. You give it a look, then you can find out when you're done. When there's literally no remnants. I uh, do. Like the the, wow. the ideally the last wipe is completely unnecessary. Like you just put that toilet paper right back on the roll. Like no, it's <laughs> tape it back on there. So the next first wipe is tapey and gross. So you say ideally. <laughs> is this what like, do you give up? Is this like well, an I mean, ideal that you normally reach? If this is oh yes, this is an ideal that I, I reach every time, other than like early in the morning, <coughs> if, if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna take a shower, or if I'm thinking about it, mm. and it's already been three four wipes, mm-hmm. it's time to quit. Hop in the shower. Save the toilet paper. Yeah, That's right. you're going green. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's green. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> Sorry. So it goes. What causes that, anyway? I knew the whole point. Yeah, that's probably like if you're eating a bunch of green jello. It's Yeah, it's probably either that or you eat a lot <coughs> of blue and yellow things. Or something. Mm, because blue plus yellow equals green yeah. in your butt. Only there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... See, I thought that that was such a weird thing. I, I I was aware of the existence of sitting wipers. Yeah, but like the normal. I I heard this on like the this on the Dan Lebertard show or something like that. It's a show on ESPN. Um, how they were talking about this, and they were pretty much completely unaware that the other group existed. Whichever yeah. group you happen to fall into, like oh well, my gosh, you sit. How do you know when you're done? I don't I don't really think I've ever seen an uncircumcised cock in person. You know? Okay. That's weird. Going straight from the ass to the cut. <laughs> yeah. I have. We can stop it for a little while. I've definitely seen it. I mean, it's not like, you know, well, okay, it's been a long time since I've, you know, just seen another dude's junk because it's been a long time. I mean, basically when I was in high school and be in locker rooms. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I wasn't particularly, like, look, on the lookout for, for an <laughs> uncircumcised schlong. <laughs> so, I mean, so, yeah, you yourself. There were glasses in your notebook. <laughs> take sketches. I don't want to forget this. I can't take my phone in the shower. <laughs> People think that's weird. <laughs> I don't have a camera phone back in there. <laughs> but yeah, did you have a sketchbook? It's just weird. Like, okay, this is like the natural state of the dick, and I've never even seen it in person. You know? like, yeah. That's even weirder. Have you, have you Googled it to know what it looks like? Like, specifically, uncircumcised penis? <laughs> well, I haven't Googled, like, uncircumcised penis, but when I, when I taught, like, verti- when I taught, like, biology and stuff, there were, 
you know, lots of diagrams and stuff. Mm. And they go all natural. You know, there was one, it was, it was funny because I was TAing Bio 101 and we were on the mammalian reproduction lab and all my poor students were terrified and I was just like, yep, we're talking about dicks today. <laughs> like the first, there was a big PowerPoint presentation. The first thing was a giant uncircumcised dick. And I'm like, well, you can see here you've got the glands and the vast deferons here on this clearly Gentile man. And I'm like, uh, 80% of the class just didn't understand what I was talking about. 10% was mortified and 10% thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you do it for that 10%. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I had a I, I had a friend uh, from like elementary school who was definitely uncircumcised. A very special friend. <laughs> a very special friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had exposure to this from a very young age. Yeah, yeah. It was it was okay, not great. <laughs> exposure to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, very, very special. We we can talk about this off the air. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a weird time, like. Your your high school, junior high locker room situations. Mm. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Especially like the first time where like you have a PE class where you're expected to shower afterwards, and like there are these guys that you've known for like probably six, seven years at this point, and suddenly like you're all naked together. That's a weird experience. That's a weird experience. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're in. Like when you're in high school, you're in there comparing, right? You're making comparisons. I, you know, no. I mean, I, I knew I was like extremely inadequate in every way, so I didn't even bother. That's true, and I was yeah. comparing myself to you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like comparing unerect penises is just not even like it's, it's just not. When you it's went not at fair. it, you went at you went at it too scientifically. So so you like started like. Putting up pinup girls in the locker room, so it's like we can compare our <laughs> go over, I just go over and start giving my friends a little tuggeroosie. Like, <laughs> right, right. Show me what you got. I called Ethan the fluffer. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> what I mean, yeah, I mean, because it's, I mean, just just like the day to day variation of hanging length can be so all over the place depending on the heat and humidity or just what what you're. Feels like doing yeah, or like yeah, like what like what you it's like I've noticed that like when you're working out, right? Like all all like the blood is like going to like your muscles yeah, and it stuff. all like disappears. And it like yeah, it, it especially it almost, if you're yeah. if you're swimming laps in a pool, it's like a roll yeah, of you're just like buffalo bills. Bill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think George Costanza had this problem. Yeah, I was just saying that I was in the pool. <laughs> it shrinks. Like a frightened turtle. <laughs> That's good. So. Yeah, I was a. I was one of the first people in my class with a nice big carpet of pubes. So I yeah, that, that's that another feather in my cap. Oh, I was also I, one of the first. Congratulations! Bases. Yeah, I was the like the very last person. If that's a surprise, to I, you. yeah, it's still no, it's gone through maybe a quarter of puberty. Yeah, you you got some coming still. Yeah. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Like I, I, I blossomed early, but I feel like I kind of came up a little bit, like half short. Yeah, you know. Uh, 
Because, like, I remember, I think I had to shave probably about as early as anyone in my class. But then I was never able to ac- actually grow a decent beard. Oh, yeah. It was, like, yeah. patchy and shit. Yeah, that, that, my beard's still patchy. <coughs> I, I, was, I was shaving in, like, fifth grade, I think. That's retarded. Fifth grade, wow. I didn't yeah, shave until I was a junior in high school, at least. Yeah. Well, why? I mean, I, it wasn't, like, real facial hair, but it was just, like, really scurvy piece of us. <laughs> yeah. I remember when it first came in, I was like, there, yeah, there's like that scurvy peach fuzz, like on my upper lip a little bit, you know, yeah. how, how it starts. <laughs> yeah. And I was a sophomore, I think. And I had... Like your Pedro. I didn't like really know like how to shave, which, you know, it's easy. Just do it. That's all there is to it. Mm. So I had like a pair of tiny scissors. <laughs> so I like yes. trimmed it down a little bit, <laughs> which took forever. Like individually... Like you put your tongue up and push the skin out so you can get it really shorter with a pair of scissors. You did not do this. I did. With a tiny pair of scissors? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And and the good thing was, because it was me, I only had to do it like once every four months. <laughs> and like, during all this time you didn't think, hmm, people on TV shows and stuff, they use razors to shave their face. I'd- yeah, I, I thought that a razor might be a good plan, but I, I'd always seen on sitcoms these kids always cut themselves shaving. I'm like, I'm going to rip my face off. <laughs> Not knowing how incredibly easy it is. Yeah. And I, I, I ended up the, just asking my dad one day, and he was just like, oh, yeah, just, you don't even need shaving cream. Just face wet and just pull a razor across. It's fine. It's easy. You can use one of mine. I was like, easy that, that was it. That was the top yeah. for that. And then, then you didn't have to, like, arduously cut each individual hair on your face with a pair of tiny scissors. Yeah. <laughs> so, that happened. But even now, even now, I'm, I'm 27 and I shave once a week. Nice. I'm well, actually in the same ballpark. I shave like once a week too, but I like, I have really disgusting like six day growth. Mm. Yeah. Well, listeners, he has a full beard, so... Mm-hmm. He, doesn't, he doesn't understand. <laughs> doesn't understand. Look up. Um, well, I just learned this today. Look up Sidney Crosby's facial hair. That's what mine looks like, only slightly blonder. He's the the hockey player. Do you think Sidney Crosby ever wants to go by like Cindy Crosby? Like, he, like when he's like out pretty. on the town. Oh, so Cindy. <laughs> I feel pretty and Cindy. <laughs> and gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he does. I like to think that. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, like, he's got like, this huge macho persona out on the hockey ring. You know, he's fighting people. It's not you much fighting. Showing, showing people his wanger or whatever. Yeah, they'll do that. That's what hockey's about, right? <laughs> And uh, if the stick breaks on the ice, you gotta hit that puck with something. <laughs> that's true. Whip that dick out. <laughs> you like get down on your hands and knees and start swinging it back and yeah, forth. That's where I saw my first uncircumcised. <laughs> 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 Apparently, Mexico is trying to resurrect ass ball. What the fuck is there that? There was like this. There was like some ancient Aztec game where they like they had to like hit a ball around but like not with their feet or their hands but their hips. hips yeah so then like get down like hip bump the ball it's like this is this is ass ball 
Yeah, they successfully resurrected that. They had a game not that long ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they they had been. They had like ten teams in the whole country. Yeah, they had been playing it for a while. People didn't lose that that tradition, yeah. but like now this is it starting does to be really like look a silly. league or whatever. Yeah, is this the thing that they had like the like the leftover courts that yes. you could like go yeah. and yeah, see? Those, those yeah, those big courts with the hoops bank, up on the yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. Yep, those are still. It's like shitty basketball. Yeah, they have some. <laughs> they have some like really Aztec sounding word for it, but I think they should just call it ass ball. You should be in PR. <laughs> <laughs> Did it start as an Aztec thing, or was it was it was older than that? Yeah, oh yeah, it was older than the Aztecs. Yeah. The Aztecs actually, I mean, they were they weren't that old. Like, didn't their civilization only really start like the year twelve hundred or something? Yeah, they had bad timing. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. They decided to be all that right when you know like white people showed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It might have been the it's like some the ancient Toltec or like something yeah. like that. Or the Anastasi. Those Anastasi were North American, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Who are the, who are the really old? I don't, I don't think the Latin Toltecs American. Either. I'm not sure. They probably didn't have any fun. They're ser- they're too serious. Yeah. The Toltecs. Yeah. Yeah. They were busy moving <coughs> massive stones hundreds of miles across land. Yeah. You gotta do something as a hobby. Okay. Dude, Toltex sounds like some sort of like alternative to latex, like like, oh, my girlfriend's allergic to latex and nitrile, so I have to use Toltex condoms. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it's just literally snake skin. Yeah. <laughs> ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of ribbed, man. Actually it's not even snake skin, it's just a live snake. Yeah. Could be good. Bill Brasky <laughs> uses a live rattlesnake as a condom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Bill Brasky is hilarious. No, there's a. Uh, I talked to a herpetologist who said like they uh, used condoms to collect snake poop. Because like some snakes will like as a defense mechanism shit themselves, shit themselves. Like when you pick them up, so. You slip a condom over the back end of the snake, and then... So a condom is a snake diaper? Yeah. Holy shit. It's a lot sexier now to me. And this this guy was like, <laughs> and it's always good, because then I have a reason to have some condoms on me in case I need them, you know? <laughs> the, funny, the really funny thing about that is that he actually studied ringneck snakes, which, if you know anything about snakes, they are, they are like, slightly bigger than an earthworm. <laughs> 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 That's beautiful. Yeah, it's like if I if I like if I had written the baby got back instead of Sir makes a lot be like my remake don't want none unless you got buns on. Yeah, my ring neck. That's your a cool ring neck. They are. Very small. Very small. They have the, the rear fangs, right? Yeah, they're rear fangs. Because they think they eat slugs or something. So that fangs on their rear? Yeah. Like a scorpion? Their fangs things. are like in the back of their mouth, so they, they cannot bite the human being. Mm. It's like... What if you're really will they ever really try? Like, I, I've handled so many ringneck snakes that have never, ever tried to bite them. Are garter snakes rear fangs? I've never been bitten by a garter snake. Yeah, they're also one of those that you can... I'm not condoning this listener, but you can just pick them right up if you want. For the yeah. most part, no. can we fuck them? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they're on a. But don't ringnecks have a little 
Venom too. Isn't that where they're maybe brightly colored? Maybe but is a they, yeah. Again, they can't really use it, right? Um, I'm gonna look up. Well, I mean, you, snake most snake bites, unless it's venomous, or they're really like going to town on you. I mean, their teeth, since they swallow things whole, they don't chew things. Their teeth aren't designed to like lacerate or tear up meat for easy digestion. Uh-huh. It's just to hold on to things. So their teeth are super sharp. So if you get bitten by a snake. It'll bleed like hell for like a minute because they've got really sharp teeth. But it's such a fine cut that like after that minute has passed, you wash the blood off. You can barely tell you were even bit. The next day, you can't tell at all that you're bit. So I watched a very disturbing video of a snake today. It was it's, this. This was crazy. It was a snake who had strangled like a deer. I think mm-hmm. it was some like huge python. Mm-hmm. It just like ate the deer. It was like a full deer, and it just like ate the whole damn thing. Was this one of those endangered key deer down in Florida, or are you talking like full like white-tailed deer? Um, it might not have been as big as like an adult white-tailed deer, uh, but it seemed really big. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah, it, it, it was it was it was crazy. Like the the snake just like engulfed this thing. And then the snake became, like, became fire times. <laughs> <laughs> it took the deer's powers and ran immediately in front of well, a Kirby the deer. Well, but you know what? The thing that was crazy that they they made a point of in this in this thing that I watched is that, like, these snakes will eat maybe like twice a year. Yeah. With, if they eat something this big, maybe only once a year. Yeah. And like when they do this, like their body transforms massively like because normally their metabolism is like really really small yeah uh it consumes very little energy but like when they're trying to like digest this thing that's probably bigger than they are or maybe about the same size like in weight uh like their liver like triples in size and their heart like grows by like 50 percent like grinch (coughs) Because like they heard some who's singing Christmas carols. And they yeah, all the who's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that snake's uh, that snake's heart grew three sizes that day. Okay, I'm seeing this now. Um, I have I have successfully found this rock python eats a deer. Rock and python. Dude, the, rock the, python <laughs> sounds like the name of like an '80s action movie character. The the only yeah, problem with this solid snake is it's, yeah. a, it's not a deer, it's a gazelle. And second, apparently he killed it, but did not successfully swallow it. Unless uh, you saw something different. I saw so, the thing that I watched. The snake definitely swallowed it. Well, I know in Florida they have this endangered species of deer called the key deer. It's kind of small. It's like not as small as a muntjac, but it's pretty small and. And, of course, they have the invasive pythons that got out in the hurricane, so it's kind of a, oh, crap, well, here's this. Mm. So will the uh, the key deer open the door to my heart? Uh, yes. I think so. <laughs> uh, yes, that is, that is an affirmative. Okay. should go to Florida. So, yeah, I, I was a snake big enough to eat a deer, like a fully grown white-tailed deer is pretty much... 
non-existent. No, I think a Burmese could do it. Well, I mean, there are a couple. There are a few snakes in the world that are big enough to eat, like, something 200, like a full-grown, maybe a larger man. But there are very, very few. Like, what do we have? Like, a reticulated python? Reticulated Burmese. The thing is, reticulated Burmese are kind of commonly kept by primitive culturists. Herpiculturist. Even though they have to be... Uh, well, I guess Maybe. anaconda. Yeah, yeah. Well, though I, don't feel, I feel like a human would be really easy for a snake to swallow because we kind of got, like... Because we're bipedal, we're kind of... You know? Yeah, we don't got, like, big horns sticking out of our heads or anything. Yeah. Still, though, it's, it's quite a meal. Mm, that is quite right. a meal. Yeah. yeah. Snake. Yeah, I know. You see that... Um, there, there was a ministry of a... I don't know what kind of snake it was. I think it was some kind of python that tried to eat an alligator, and they had they just come across this snake that was yeah exploded yeah yeah, with an alligator sticking out of it, and they thought like the alligator maybe struggled its way out, which doesn't really make sense by the way snakes eat. They eat dead things. They don't eat alive things, so they kill it first. Uh huh. So. So basically, the the working theory is they just bit off more than they could digest, I guess. Yeah, okay. like it started like rot inside of them. The gas is called. <coughs> yeah, and, and it just ended up yeah, just rupturing their stomach and split the snake open. And that's how I want to go. Like I want to swallow an alligator whole. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, Caleb. I want to eat like a meal that's so massive and so bad for me that that one singular thing kills me and my guts blow out and create a huge mess Hell, that somebody has to clean present. up and that'd be great I feel like I have to go to the bathroom Don't could, do- could you guys like like pick up the conversation while I'm gone to make it seem like I'm not gone at all I mean we can talk about what you're doing in the bathroom like do some color commentary <laughs> go to the bathroom with you <laughs> oh my god it's uncircumcised <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Alright. Alright. So Colin's going to the bathroom, definitely to poop. Yeah. Probably like. Yeah, it'll be about uh, 45 minutes or so. Yeah. yeah. So in the meantime, we can talk about, like, uh, you know, different types of baked potatoes that we like. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I love me some baked sweet potato. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, I feel like the problem with sweet potatoes is that. Everyone steps on them all the time by like dousing with brown sugar and marshmallows. It's like they're already delicious. You don't need to screw with them, you know? It's true. But, you know, I feel like a similar thing happens to normal baked potatoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they could use a little bit more help because they're certainly less tasty than sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. But uh, they also definitely get drowned in, uh, you know, butter. Cheese sauce. and Cheese. Um, chili, chili, sour cream. Yeah, uh, but you know it's. Um, well, you know me. I just like to eat baked potatoes <coughs> plain, full of salt. You, yeah, you. That that's strange. That is pretty <laughs> strange. Just like having a straight up microwaved potato Dude, and should, a salt shaker. I should buy some downing potato that. so I can have more microwave potatoes. <laughs> well, dude, I got good news for you. You can buy a bag of potatoes. At literally any grocery store. <laughs> Dude, that's something like, what, three, five bucks for a whole sack of potatoes? 
they're, they're, they're pretty cheap. cheap. Yeah. You know, I don't really understand why they call things like potatoes or rice or whatever staple foods. Like, they're not holding, like, bits of paper together. What's the, what's wait, the deal there? Wait, you don't use mashed potatoes to, like, put pieces of paper together? Like, when you were in college and you were, you were turning in a paper, you didn't smash <laughs> some potato in between it and <laughs> shove it in your professor's inbox? I mean, you can maybe make that work. Like, use, like, a little bit of potato. Like, it's, you know, it's high in no, the starch like and a, stuff. Like, a whole scoop between each page. Like, <laughs> I couldn't read it anymore. Come back to it. I mean, that could be good, like, if your professor was hungry. Like, you know, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, this is a... Yeah. I can't read this. Yeah, Collins does are good potatoes. Like, he's got... Uh, got that one out. By the way, uh, a little Googling... Uh, garter snakes are rear fang. Okay. Um, venomous. With venom that will do pretty much nothing but make you maybe itchy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Same way with like. You like the seven year itch? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, spiders do, like, you know, like a wolf spider or something like that. They all people have think, venom, technically. Yeah. Like the only venomous spiders around here are maybe the black widow, kind of like here, or brown recluse. They're all venomous. But. It doesn't do anything. It makes you really itchy. Yeah. Well, I think most snake venom has actually evolved for the primary like force behind its evolution is for aiding and digesting prey, not for defense. Because that's the same with spider. Right. Because yeah, if, I mean, it's not really good for defense of the snake because by the time it bites you, you die like four hours later, and you step on the snake and kill it right then and there. Mm-hmm. So it really couldn't drive the, you know the selection of. <laughs> Yeah. Unless like it's it it drives a selection of other species to then not fuck with those snakes. Like so it's not like a yeah, kind of gets a selective fitness or excuse me, like inclusive fitness there, like you you're going to die because you envenomated this animal and it's gonna step on you because it's pissed off and you're gonna die, but you know, your relatives might survive because this animal's relatives learn not to fuck with whatever you are. Speaking of venomous animals. Venom animals. Venom animals. animals. Hymenopterans. Those are dicks. Oh, yes, yes, like the wasps and bees and ants and things. They are dicks. Why are they called hymen? Don't worry about it. It means membrane wing. Or hymen means membrane and terra means wing. I thought terra meant like land. No, PT. That's a different Oh, terra is like pterodactyl. Yeah, with the South P. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not friends or dicks. I, I hate that one. Oh, one time last year I was out trimming some some grass. Like, trimming I, the varens? Trimming, yes. I think it's a little late. <laughs> it was too late. Anyway, you uh, you have to trim the places where the mower can't quite reach, so it's like up against things. So I trimmed up against a sign, or a street sign, that was, it's like a metal tube, square type shape with holes drilled in it so you can put the sign anywhere you want on it and that is perfect location for paper wasps mm. and mm-hmm. you tap that you know with, you know, with a with a weed eater that hits it a few hundred times and they come out guns blazing <laughs> and i get stung so many fucking times <laughs> really and, yeah oh, those and, things are the worst 
They don't do anything really. They're not like a swarm of bees that'll kill you, but unless you're allergic. Sure, sure. But it hurts like hell, and it's yeah. annoying. It's, one of them, I just got fed up with enough. He just like stuck on the back of my neck and just kept stinging. So I just grabbed it and crushed it with my hand. <laughs> and it had stung me, you know, several times while I was crushing it. But at that time, I didn't care anymore. It was it was all about the revenge of that. <laughs> Man. Has, has, have you ever been stung by a cicada killer? My understanding is that they're actually very docile. And c- cicada killer? They're like the wasps that are like huge and have like fucking half centimeter long stingers. They just look awful. And they dig like holes in the ground, but... They spring out of holes in the ground. Like dwarves. Yeah. Well, apparently, like, they only... I've seen one, like, capture cicada and, like, ram its stinger deep in there. And oh, my. Envenomate it and lay some <laughs> eggs in there and stuff. They're creepy as hell. No, but. I've definitely never been stung by this beast of a wasp. Oh, my God. Well, because apparently... Okay, so the males don't have stingers, obviously, because the stingers are actually modified ovipositors. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. They're ovipositors, ovipositors with venom glands. What is an ovipositor? Uh, it's something an insect, uh, a female insect, like, shits out her eggs through. Oh. So it's great for... Because we talk about stuff fuckers, right? Erect, right? <laughs> I mean, this all sounds very nice. <laughs> so, I mean, like, because a lot of wasps, you know, they... You have, like, the parasitoid wasp that, like, lay their eggs inside of another insect. And mm-hmm. then, like, seal up in a hole underground so that their young just hatch inside the other insect and slowly eat it from the inside out over the course of like you know a few weeks I mean that's earth friendly yeah right there. It's or they basically can, recycling like the ones around here like the mud dogs and stuff will they'll build, build their their mud nests like stuck to a rafter or something in a shed yeah and yeah they'll often capture spiders you know sting them or something like that to paralyze, paralyze them, them put yeah. them in that nest when their babies hatch in there, they have something to eat alive while they make their way out. That's nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Well, because the same organ they use to inject venom is the same organ they use to like inject the eggs. Um, yeah. So that's of course the males state. don't have it because all they're good for is providing sperm. Um, but yeah, like the male, like male um, <coughs> cicada killers can be kind of aggressive, but no one gives a shit because they don't have stingers. And the females will apparently only, like... Excuse me. The females will, like, apparently only sting you if you're, like, actually actively fucking with them. Mm. Like, trying to grab them and do stuff with them. It's like, uh... Like, you're trying to fuck them? Yeah. I heard the same thing about Velvet Ants. Oh, yeah? I, I never... I never knew that when I was a kid. I always, like, looked at these Velvet Ants and thought they are really cool. Hey, what is a Velvet Ant? It looks like a big ant, but it's furry, but it's also a wingless wasp. Oh. Jeez. And apparently they have some wicked stings to them, too. But only if you're really fucking with them. Like on their butt, they got a stinger? Yeah. Okay. Same, same exactly. Female. I've never been stung, but that would be... That'd be an experience. Next time I see a velvet hand, I'm gonna fuck with it, see if it's stings me. (laughs) Could be fun. Be hilarious if it turns out that you're allergic. <laughs> well, I would think if I'm not allergic to any of the others. Yeah, not I've only ever been stung by bees, which is great because then you have to dig the stinger out with a needle. Mm. Yeah, I thought you, I thought you could like flick it off with a credit card. 
if you get it like soon enough after it's, but it kind of like tends to work its way down in there even deeper. I've been stung by oh bees several times. Uh, when I was a kid, I, me and my friends used to, I don't know, it was like a rite of passage. We capture honeybees with our bare hands. Like when they're on a dandelion or something, we just put our hands around them. And they almost never stung, even encapsulated in your hands. Like one out of a hundred would sting you. Yeah. They usually like, seem oh, like to fend the nest. Suddenly it's nighttime. <laughs> Weird. No, no, I, um, the thing is, I, I remember this very clearly. Like when you release your hands and they fly away, they're good. When you release your hands and one is still crawling on your hand, it's looking for a prime location to sting. <laughs> <laughs> so when it's still crawling, you got to get it up really fast. <laughs> but, you know, we've been stung a lot. Well, one of my friends never never did it, and we we found like, oh, you got to you got to be a man if you <laughs> third grade or something. You're gonna be mad. You gotta catch these bees. So he went up to it, put his hands on both sides, and just <laughs> clapped his hands. And he's like, ah! Stung immediately. That's one way to just cut to the chase. It's like, I know with, like, this, you know, I can imagine this kid. He's like, it's gonna sting me one way or another. <laughs> Screw it. I'm just gonna clap it. Well, yeah. yeah, I've been stung by honeybees and Bumblebees, if they sting over and over again. Really? So for the longest, the longest time, I thought that bumblebees actually couldn't sting, and then I like mm. looked it up and saw that not only can they sting, they can sting you over and over and over. Yeah, and they do. Stings really suck. They do. They sting like a like they're a sewing machine. Like they'll just like go down your ding, arm ding, and ding, sting ding, a ding, few ding. times. That's nice. Wasps, yeah, they'll sting a, a few times. And they'll bite you. Dude, getting bit by a wasp is like the worst because it's like there's. They're just insulting you at that point. They're like, I could have stung you, but like... You're not worth my time. Right. You're not worth it. I think that's the only things I've been stung by. Never anything... I did get sprayed by a bombardier beetle. Those are the ones that have like the chemicals that mix. And yeah. Mix, and then like they spray out and it's really hot. Yeah. yeah. How was that? It was really cool because it like, it hurt like... I felt like someone had pushed like a lit match against my neck and I went to swat whatever it was. And that same burning sensation was like on my hand. I'm like, oh, that was a bombardier bee. Like, like stained my skin brown in that area for like months. Hmm. It's really cool. So is it like, the, is the damage mostly just because it's physically hot, or do you also get like a chemical burn from it? I think a little bit of. I think it's actually most of the chemical burn. Mm. I don't know. Wow. Neat. Man, can you imagine like if if humans evolved to have like one of these cool abilities where you could like spray stuff out in self-defense like the bombardier beetle wait you guys don't have that (laughs) oh shit I mean sometimes I'll I'll just like vomit in self-defense that usually gets people off my back or like uh, uh, I don't know poop my pants that can can work sometimes yeah it is it is definitely the, the heat of the the chemicals. Or oh, the bombardier beetle? Yeah. Okay. Heat from the reaction brings the mixture of... Um, you know what? I don't know how to pronounce that. So those two compounds to near the boiling point of water. That's pretty hot. So yeah, yeah that'll burn you. Yeah. 200 degrees. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ready to whip out your dictionary? Okay, all right. What, so, what so, time are we at right now? Uh, we're, we're a little bit over an hour. Okay, so we're almost done. 
we're almost done, yeah. Pat yourself on the back. Got through another one. Uh, so, okay, so we can we can do um, some dictionary, or I'm also kind of in love with this idea of doing a little bit of, like, erotic fan fiction. Mm. Like, we can find, you know, an, an appropriate, you know, fanfic, and Ethan could do his best James Earl Jones, put some nice classy music under it, and it'll be a nice way to, like, punctuate a nice episode of Slazoo. Now, welcome, listener, to the first episode of erotic fan fiction brought to you by Mr. Ethan. Tonight, for your listening pleasure, we have the story of Maeve, who comes back home to something she does not expect. This, this is the story of Let the Wookiee Win. <clears throat> Maeve fumbled with her keycard, trying to fit it into the lock of her apartment. Damn thing wasn't going in, and the massive, furry hand groping her ass wasn't helping. Stop that! She hissed back. It was late. Couldn't be too loud or else her neighbors would be angry and she hated dealing with that old Ithorian female warbling at her with her twin mouths. At least till we're inside. A low groan came from behind her. Shrywook still didn't understand, still didn't need it to. The tone was pretty obvious. Just a scraggin' minute. There, the card was slotted in. A triple-tone chimed in a light, winking green. <laughs> then her four-digit entry code. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they just <laughs> keep talking, talking about her fucking door. <laughs> Why the hell did she have to have this much security in Cass City, the Krifflin seat of the Empire? And she was in. The door slid open, and she practically fell inside. Inside, <laughs> stumbling in her two high heels. Furball. She couldn't understand his name even if she'd known it. Caught her. Gigantic arm looping around her chest. Coarse fur rubbing on the wide expanse of cleavage exposed by the rather immodest top she wore. It almost tickled. Maeve would have giggled had the breath not caught in her throat at how goddamn good it felt. <laughs> Wobbling to her feet, the Sith extricated himself from the enormous being. Oh, this is a dude? Okay. Sith? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, it says her. Okay. There's some non. There's some grammatical errors in here. <laughs> some gender non-agreement here. Wobbling to her feet, the Sith extricated himself from the enormous being's grasp and walked further into the apartment, barely remembering to grab her keycard as she went. <laughs> the place was spartanly? Spartanly? Is that really an adjective or an adverb? Spartanly furnished. Furniture generally cheap and a bit beaten. Apprentices didn't get much of an allowance after all. Relatively small, just one bedroom. But she had a nice living area and a kitchen. 
as if she ever used it. She managed to make her way through the kitchen without falling over, practically a miracle in her state. She'd shared the Furball's bottle of Cortic brandy earlier, and that stuff was not meant for thin human women, not at all. Didn't help that she'd been chasing a dose of glitter dust with it either. <laughs> Probably a miracle she was even this coherent. She turned to tell the Wookiee to follow her, but the Furball was already over there, towering over her. Before she could direct him to the bedroom, however, he had picked her up bodily with one hand, slamming her against the mall. Wall. She moaned out loud, arms coming around his neck. His rough tongue ran up the side of her neck over the interlocking square tattoo there. He had fangs, sharp fangs, for killing prey, and they nipped at her soft flesh. The sheer feeling had her soaking wet already, and the thought she was just prey to him got her dripping. Sploosh! <laughs> that rough tongue scraped her neck again, up her sharp jawline, all the way up to the hollow beneath her ear, and she shuddered in the massive being's graft. Grasp. Criff. Maybe it was just the spice and the booze. But she highly doubted. But she was pretty much just putty in those chestnut-furred arms. <laughs> Whatever the reason, May was already about to come, and the Wookiee had barely touched her. The about-to-come changed to, she was coming, <laughs> barely a half-second later. <laughs> That's some interesting grammar. His other hand fingers, longer than most human cocks, had come up between her legs, <laughs> and the leathery pad of one of his digits had stroked her clit ever so slightly. She screamed out loud, arms tightening around his neck. She was always louder, drunk or high, and especially when she was both, and then her whole body slackened in the Wookiee's grip. He growled, Maeve would have normally said something appropriately or sarcastic back, but right now she was entirely out of breath and was totally unable to think straight enough to say anything. That was fine. There didn't need to be any talking. He let her down, the human's head barely reaching up to his chest, legs shaky. She fell against him. There was something hard against her stomach and her chest and all the way up between her tits. Priff, the Sith breathed, almost in awe. She'd heard about Wookiees, mostly in jokes, but she dismissed most of this as Bantha Poodoo. But this cock here, this was no joke. It was almost scary, almost. But Maeve wasn't one to back down from a challenge. She was a Sith, damn it. She'd killed Jedi in battle. And she was flying on glitter dust and courting. She could handle this furball's monster. Well, she'd try. Maeve normally liked big cocks, but she'd had more than her fair share in her time. But nothing quite like this Wookiee's. She could do, but she could do it. All this thinking positive wasn't helping, though. Not as much as she wished it would. Only one thing for it. 
just going for it. The Sith bent her head down, tentatively giving the head of the massive thing a lick. It throbbed at that clear pre-cum excluding from its wide slit. Lapping that up, she found it strangely sweet instead of the salty taste of human she was so used to. The Wookiee's cock was bright red pink, thick veins pulsing along its shaft. She put a hand around it near the base, well, as close round as she could, which was not very much. He was so thick, so thick she couldn't really imagine taking him, could fantasize though, and she was all about living her fantasies after all. Her hair, <laughs> her hands trilled down to his balls and found another surprise. They were pretty enormous themselves, but there were four of them. She felt around, caressing each one and hearing him groan in response. <laughs> yup, four balls. Interesting. She opened her mouth as wide as she could, forcing her lips over the gigantic pink head as far as possible, which again was not much. That's exactly what it said. Still, the Wookiee growled appreciatively, clawed fingers caressing her neck, running through her hair. He had claws? The Sith groaned whorishly over the massive cockhead in her mouth, a hand sneaking down under the scandalously short skirt to rub at her engorged clit. Claws and fangs and a tool that'd make a rancor self-conscious. Maeve decided she liked Wookiees. Evidently, he liked slutty Sith just as much because he pushed her off of him and then absolutely shredded her top with those claws. The same followed for her short skirt, and although those had been expensive, she really didn't give a damn at this point. All she wanted was the furball to Criffin destroy her. Force, she was dripping, juices running down both legs. Good thing she'd not worn underwear then. <laughs> The Wookiee lifted her up, eliciting a yelp of surprise. Whoop! The coarse tongue ran over her nipples, swirling around the, the pierced left one. Maeve let her head fall back, moaning out long and low. She wrapped her head, legs around the furry being, feeling that huge cock slap against her sopping pussy. Oh, just fuck me! She groaned into the air, and he obliged, pulling her down on him. It didn't feel like he'd fit, even with all of his pre-cum and her overwhelming wetness. And then suddenly, an inch slid in, and her mind went blank. She came back to all-consuming pain and pleasure, racking her slight frame. Too much! Way too much! Force! He was incredibly thick, and his blunt head nosed its way into her tight pussy. It felt like nothing so much as a tree trunk. The furball yowled something, 
but Maeve wasn't listening, entirely unable to concentrate on anything but the enormous intrusion into her body. She couldn't even scream. Her legs kicked spastically, barely under her control, as she dropped her down as he dropped her down another inch. One of her shoes flew off, clattering on the floor. Her back slammed against the wall, and he started thrusting another inch, another inch, so many that she couldn't count. All she knew was that it felt like he was going to burst out of her throat, and she was totally okay with dying like that. Fuck! She screamed, no longer worried about the Ithorian bitch next door. The Emperor himself could come down from the Citadel and bang on her door, yell for her to keep quiet, and she wouldn't care. Ruin me! Fair Feek. Screaming out loud, she might well be heard in the citadel. It didn't matter. She had what felt like more than a foot of wookie cock buried deep in her with even more left to go. And that was her whole world right now. The wookie pulled her into his furry chest off the wall. He was walking now to where she didn't know. Every thudding step jolted her on his cock sending waves of pleasure echoing throughout her body. One of his hands went down, clawed fingers kneading her ass. The other went to the small of her back, pushing her slightly forward. And then she came, this time so hard she couldn't even scream. Her mouth opened, her jaw worked, but no sound came out. Every moment that he made served only to magnify her pleasure. Griff, he was so thick. She was stretched so tight around his wookie cock. She could feel everything. She sort of came down from it, but not quite. Everything felt better, and every time he took a step, it felt like a miniature orgasm, and he was walking pretty damn quickly. A door slid open behind her. She could still identify that sound, somewhat, and that blast of cold air made her moan and curl her toes, established it as the door to the balcony. His fangs were nipping at her nipple, scraping over the hardened nub and shocking ecstasy into her brain. That hand on the small of her back pushed again, shoving her stomach forwards into him and letting her torso hang back. And that damn, that little change in angle made it feel like he was pushing out her stomach, rearranging her insides. And she came once again, one piercing shriek echoing out. (laughs) Channeling Dracula here. (laughs) Half passed out, Maeve only came back to her senses when he pulled out. Every fat inch of the Wookiee's tool pulling slowly out of her dripping pussy with a wit squelch. Force. She could actually distinctly hear juices splattering on the ground as he finally managed to extricate the fist-sized head. The furball let her down on unsteady feet. She turned, grabbing the handwell of her balcony for support. Night in Cost City, it was humid, drizzling the lights of the city dim. She reached down, feeling between her legs, and came away with her own common blood. Jesus, fuck. 
<laughs> Force! He'd stretch her so wide. The massive, furry hand seized her neck from behind, claws scraping her jaw and behind her ears. The Wookiee pushed her head down, making it clear what was about to happen. One of those pillars he called legs went between hers, nudging them aside. She kicked off her remaining shoe and spread wide, breathing deeply in preparation. You're gonna griffin kill me with that thing, she muttered half to him, half to herself. The Wookiee made that weird shuffling sound that she determined was a laugh. (laughs) Muttering a Hootie's curse, Maeve dropped her head and tightened her grip on the handrail. With no ceremony whatsoever, the Wookiee shoved his cock into her, the whole massive head pushing in at once. It felt even bigger in this position, which wasn't something she'd actually thought possible, but apparently it was. It felt like his cock was filling up her entire torso, and then he thrust his hips. It was like a punch in the gut, but from the inside. Sith let out a high-pitched shriek. (laughs) Into the cold air of Dromund Cast. A hand going to her belly instinctively. She could actually feel him moving as he thrust again. A bit more gently, she felt his head bulge out of the skin of her stomach. (laughs) Force. She was just a fuck toy to this gigantic predator. Just a human-shaped cock sleeve for his enormous cock. Oh, fuck me, she cried out. And he obliged, furry hips slamming into her ass, his balls slapping heavily on her clit with each stroke, bludgeoning her sensitive little knob and driving her into a screaming oblivion, coming over and over and over again, gushing on the gargantuan alien cock and clenching down on his enormous girth. For a moment, she was pretty sure she'd come out of her body and witnessed the creation of the galaxy. Couldn't even feel the individual strokes anymore. He was just ravaging her insides, and she absolutely loved it. He'd begun grunting, breathing heavily. His cock was throbbing, pulsing deep on her ruined pussy. Was he gonna come? Fair feek, she hoped. She needed to feel him empty himself into her. You gonna come for me? She asked, half screaming as he pounded her. Give me your frackin' load! And he did. He roared so loudly it hurt her ears and she could barely hear it actually echo out there. His cock swelled, pressing against her walls and electrifying her brain once more. And then there was a flood of burning hot cum inside her. There was no place for it to go with the massive cock on her. It poured out around the Wookiee's enormous appendage, running down her legs and splattering on the floor. And it just kept calming, and she just kept pulsing in her, more and more pumping deep into her. After a couple seconds, he pulled out, and she collapsed physically. 
crumpling into a little worn-out pile of freshly fucked sift, leaning against the railing in a puddle of cum. More rained down on her. She looked up to see one of those huge hands stroking that gigantic wookie cock. It was pointed right at her, and the next shot splattered on her face, obscuring her vision. The rest of the... The rest of the flood terminated on her tits and stomach. Hot seed dripping down her body. She moaned out loud, incapable of words at this point, and some of the cum ran into her mouth. It was oddly sweet, too. Thick and gooey. Force. She criffin loved Wookiees. That's it. Thank you, Ethan. Pretty good. Yep. That was a <laughs> a very erotic fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Good. Thank you. Lots of Wookiee balls in there. I, see, I didn't know Wookiees had four balls. Well, I see, learned something new. Me too. Colin, did you know Wookiees had four balls? No. I yeah. Know that. I I also didn't know how much um, Sith really liked banging Wookiees. Yeah. yeah. I knew that. Uh, so Colin <laughs> knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's in uh, in the extended universe. I mean, it would be hinted at in the. Uh, like the, the the main story movies, but uh, yeah. See, I don't know that the uh, tips of Wookiee's fingers were clawed. You know, that's true. That it's is definitely. not is not cl- explicitly made out to be. It make it hard to like you know pilot ships and like shoot stuff. Could be tricky. Yeah, you gotta like uh, cater your grip to like your claws. Right, so we have claws. Right, just wait, we trim them. I feel like Very nails cool. are physiologically different than claws. I think like only primates have like nails, nails. Like it doesn't have a claw. Yeah. These are all good points. But I think we can pick this up next week. Yeah. Yes. All right. Nails yeah. and claws next week. Okay. Well, so let's uh, let's sign off. Uh, thank you, everyone, Paulo, for listening thank to you the uh, our fantastic, fantastic best ever listener for listening to another fantastic fantastic to best episode of <laughs> the worst podcast oh, episode of Slizoom let's all sign off uh, in standing order Ethan uh, those are some damn good pancakes All right. wait no that's what I call pancakes that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> we're gonna have pancakes one of these times it's gonna be great Colin um, goodbye I, I need to sign off I'll work on it. A giant stack of pancakes <laughs> dripping with Wookie Cum. <laughs> oh, we're done. <laughs> and for me, Caleb, um, goodbye. 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 Goodbye.